Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. I want to get feelers on Joe Mixon, right? Mm-hmm. See what you can get, right? He just had a, like, 50-point bomb the other week. And I want to get some feelers because, you know, uh, there are a lot of running backs I prefer over Joe Mixon. Like, his role didn't change at all. You right. know, he doesn't play, you know, third downs. He's still coming off the field. He's not getting, like, 80% shared. Like, you know, Jamar Chase is going to come back soon. There's going to be a couple. You know, maybe the offense gets better. He gets more goal line carries and stuff, and he'll get those touchdowns. But... There are a few running backs I, I prefer over Joe Mixon, and I might be able to do a couple of these deals one for one. And let's play the game. You ready to play the game? Yeah, let's do it. Who would you rather have, him or Austin Eckler? Austin Eckler. Christian McCaffrey or Joe Mixon? McCaffrey. Barkley or Joe Mixon? Barkley. Ch- Nick Chubb or Joe Mixon? Chubb. Henry? Henry, yep. J- Jacobs? That they're very close. I value them very similarly. I might give Joe Mixon the edge in this one. I'm I okay because we saw Josh Jacobs get that you know ultimate role for three weeks and then just kind of faded off. He's not getting that right now. He's still producing a little bit, but it's more in line with what I expected. Um, he's cooled off a little bit. I, I would go with Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara. I'd go with Kamara. Okay, uh, let's see. We're looking for Dal- justification. That one was pretty Dal- easy. Dalvin Cook? Dalvin but, Cook? Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Easy. Yep. Okay, with- so like here we go. So like guys, like there are a couple guys here that I think some some people might say okay to those one-for-one deals. Yeah. Um, Kenneth Walker? I'd actually rather have Kenneth Walker. That, that's me too. Me, yeah. Me too. So yeah, if I would do one-for-one, I would trade Joe Mason for Kenneth Walker today. Travis yeah. Etienne? ETN. ETN will you be is, able to will you be able to do a one for one deal? If it's Maybe. one for one, yeah. I, I would. Maybe. If I if someone has ETN and listen, like I would get feelers out for ETN right now because if you can afford it, take take the hit on ETN's bye week this week. Right? Because he's on bye right now. And yeah. if you can afford it and someone needs a running back and they need to make the playoffs, they might trade you mixing ETN one for one. Yeah. So I would try that. I would I would definitely do that because ETN's in every down back. Um, let's see. So we got we already got a couple options that you can trade Mixon for right now. Jonathan Taylor. I'd rather have Taylor. I rather me too, man. So you can, <laughs> dude. I feel like it would be pretty easy if you offer the Jonathan Taylor manager Mixon for Taylor, they would accept that shit. Yeah, and that would be huge. I think a huge win for you because now. I not only I was high coming into this podcast talking about Jonathan Taylor, but now I talked myself even further into Jonathan Taylor <laughs> that he's going to do what we he's, he's going to do Jonathan do Taylor things this back half of the season. It's going to happen. He's going to do it. Maybe you can get Jonathan Taylor and wide receiver three. Maybe yeah. just maybe you you be a little uh, greedy and see what you can get. Okay, 
Good. So I'm glad we we got some fields off of that. I think There's another running a, back. Yeah. Sorry, oh, go ahead. Before we go, Joe Mixon. I think you could be a little greedy with him coming off a 55 point performance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that gives exactly. you the that gives you extra runway to get to get that. Hey man, he's the overall RB two going into this week. Yeah. You want to trade for him? Um, <laughs> okay. So this is another guy that you want to get some feelers on, right? In terms of buying. Yeah. And that guy's name, I- I'm calling it a heat check. You want to check out Christian McCaffrey right now. 100%. That's what you want to do. Because Elijah Mitchell came out of nowhere and got a decent role. Not only a decent role, he got more carries than Christian McCaffrey. I don't think that's going to keep happening. I think that was just, we got Elijah Mitchell back and, you know, we want to use him. He's been in the system and he knows how to run the ball. Christian McCaffrey is going to continue to be Christian McCaffrey. But because of that, you might have some Christian McCaffrey owners panicking like, he's not going to have an every down role anymore. Like this is uncharted territory. Like we said earlier this week with Christian McCaffrey suddenly having touches vultured from him. Like when does that happen? It never happened in Carolina. It didn't happen in the two weeks before um, in San Francisco. People might be worrying about it. So I get a heat check and just see what the price is. Cause Christian McCaffrey, he is still Christian McCaffrey. There's no debating that. I would be looking for that. It was a similar thing. I did this. I said, after Lamar Jackson had a few bad games, um, you know, after he put up his 40 point performance, just get a heat check out there. See if they're looking to move move him, if they're willing to move him. Because having Elijah Mitchell come in and get those carries, you know, even though I'm not panicking, you know, it's definitely grounds for a second thought. Like, maybe this isn't, you know, who I expect him to be. Maybe Christian McCaffrey isn't who isn't going to be who I expect him to be the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, he's still a top five running back regardless. And yeah. people, people might panic because he only had, you know, he didn't have that many fantasy points, like what, 15 fantasy points, something like that. So that's like a RB2. So if if people are expecting that, like like correlating that number with the workload, they're not going to be happy, and they're they're going to be willing to make a move, right? So like if I had Joe Mixon, I would send Joe Mixon for Christian McCaffrey and see what happens. Oh yeah, that would be quite the move if you could get that. But you know, you know, uh, even okay if they say no, okay, cool. Like Joe Mixon, I'll give you a little bit of something else, maybe another Mm -hmm. wide receiver three because you have wide receiver three troubles, you know. Trade deadline yeah. can get crazy. You know, the fact that it's a trade deadline might make people a little bit more, you know, loose and open. They want to make a move. Everyone yeah. wants to make a move, man. Okay. Got to sleep, sleep or a little. I got I to see what it is. Yeah, it's Dallas um, Goddard. Da- He's Dallas on IR. Goddard. He is on IR. He's going to be out for at least four weeks. So that tells you what you need to know about him. He's going to be out for, yep. for a while. You're going to have to make a playoff push without him, unfortunately. Uh, you know, if you guys didn't see our post on Instagram yesterday, Zach made this dope ass graphic, uh, basically, you know, talking about, and we, we collaborated on the content itself, obviously, but you know, we talked about a bunch of tight ends who you could potentially, you know, trade for, or, uh, you know, pick up on the waiver wire, right? Obviously waiver wire has already passed, but you know, guys like Cole Komet, Trey McBride, Hayden Hurst, I'm, do, do we, do we have any news on, um, on the Twitter, on, on, on the Baltimore going to twitter.com and i'm saying twitter um <laughs> on the baltimore practice yet like did mark andrews practice yet? i don't think we had it we have anything from Not that yet, usually right? that kind of rolls in right about like as soon as we get Not off now. the podcast yeah one o'clock right. is usually when it starts to roll yeah in. exactly so um we'll so we, we, we we didn't get it yet uh yeah. but you know keep an eye on that because if I, isaiah likely is on a lot of waiver wires right now he's a free agent obviously after waivers yeah. passed so just keep an eye on it. Because if Mark Andrews doesn't practice today, I'll scoop his ass up just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a guarantee Mark Andrews plays. Maybe he gets a full practice in today. I don't know. But, you know, when, you know, their head coach was talking about it, he well, he didn't seem like, yeah, he's definitely coming back this week or anything like that. Yeah. So 
he's leaving that door open. So just keep that in mind because he would be a, a very good play this week. Yeah. And you talk about going to the waivers, the post waiver window. Sometimes that's like my favorite place to go because you won't yeah. affect you won't affect your waiver priority at all in your league, depending on how your priority works and um, your waivers work. But that's one of my favorite spots either. Yeah, you just kind of vulture players, which yeah. I will totally do, especially if they're a couple of weeks out. You know, maybe they're injured and they're then you're not gonna find big names on there. But if you have a guy that's injured that was a contributor, you know, I, I just kind of scoop them up under the radar. Everybody else will get caught up in the massive, you know, recap of the waiver wire transactions. And then just under the radar, you'll see like, what's it called? I added this player. Like, just do that. That will save you a lot of time, especially if you're not in a dire need of a player, just wait it out and see how it goes. That's one of my favorite things to do because you can give yourself a lot of help that way without affecting um, your potential to add the star players when they come around. Yeah, Q picked up commit to replace Goddard. You know, that's that's solid. You know what I'm saying? That's what you want to do. A guy that I'm looking to, to buy right now is Pat Fryermuth. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, like just on his, in his first game back, you know, I'm sorry, his first game without Chase Claypool, 27% target share. He got a ton of air yards in this game. He's going to be one of the top targets in the Steelers offense. He underproduced on his receptions and his targets. So, you know, he didn't have a huge fantasy day, but he's somebody that I'm looking to buy right now. He's a top five tight end rest of season. Yeah. Like Pat Frymuth. <laughs> like, and that's funny at this that. point, because yeah. Ta- Dallas Goddard's out, Zach Ertz is out. So who would you rather have? All right. So like Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. But that's that's it. We just lost two George top Kittle. five tight ends. Yeah, George, George Kittle, Kittle, I guess you could say. And then yeah. Pratt, and, and Pratt Firemuth. Like those are the top five right there. And after that, good luck. Yeah, that, that's what it's going to be. Because the tight end position is already a crapshoot. And now you're missing a lot of talent at the top. People are going to be scrambling. And it's just going to be a streamer central, as if it wasn't already. Pat Firemuth, you know, I like the way he plays. He he's a dynamic talent at tight end. He's a big guy. And, you know, the Steelers outside of Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, you know, Kenny Pickett's gonna have to rely on somebody down the seam. That could be Pat Fryermuth. He's he's a good tight end. He, the production hasn't exactly been there, but he has a chance to really kind of, you know, pop off the stat sheet now. Um, and really just, you know, be valuable with the way the tight end tight end landscape is with these two guys out. For sure. 88% route participation. 27% target share in his last three games, 21%, 18%, 27% target share. Um, yeah, so like he's getting it done. And on a per route basis, he's getting targeted. So um, I think for the rest of the season, I think he he's in your lineup every week, no matter what, regardless of matchup. Yeah. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Thank you, Jerry. Dalton Schultz is up there as well. So I would consider him part of that top six. I might like Dalton Schultz a little bit more than maybe Kittle, I would say, for, like, for the rest of the yeah. season. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, first floor, right? He's gonna have that. Um, there's so many targets in in for in San Francisco that you know Dalton Schultz. I think you know he's probably the second target behind CD at yeah. this point. Dak there's gonna be games where he Schultz. there's gonna be games where he out targets CD. I know because yeah. Dak just loves him. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I I got this question here from F. Um, <laughs> don't tell me that for us. I traded <laughs> Pittman and CD for Diggs, and Loki regret it, but. I have JT also, so I didn't want two cults. That makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. honestly, Pittman and CD for Diggs, I would do it today. Yeah, you, you could diversify that way. I like CD rest of the season, you know, but that might just be the Cowboys fan to me. Um, he looked really good against Packers, and he's really the only target there outside, like you said, Dalton Schultz and Dallas' offense. But Diggs is a proven, he's a high-end wide receiver one. Pittman and CD, they've been producing, you know, up until last week, Pittman and CD were producing kind of similarly. They were like mid to low 
wide receiver too. So I, I like this trade. I, I wouldn't yeah. regret it. You know, you, I, I'm not regretting this trade. You I've, might have a little buyer's remorse, but who doesn't after every trade? You're like, oh, well, they've been on my team for a while. You know, you feel bad, but it'll happen. You, you'll be fine. Please start digs. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Let's see what else. Um, let's let's get to a couple of trade questions here uh, before we hop off. Nick is asking, trade Rashad White for DeAndre Swift. Would you do it? Would you trade Rashad White for DeAndre Swift right now? One is on his way up. One can't find his way up. So what are we doing here, Zach? I would. I think that's a really low price to pay. Chances are you've had Rashad White on your team, you know, on your bench. Especially if you listen to us, you know, we told him, put him on your bench, you know, waiver wire, you know, get him. You haven't been starting Rashad White. Swift is going to do the same thing for it, but I think Swift's upside is way higher. And even though Rashad White, you know, we talked about him maybe getting a starting role over Leonard Fournette, but Leonard Fournette is still going to be there. I, I think Swift has a bit higher upside, but that's just it, it comes I, I, I think the preference. key the key of this is what you just said, and Leonard Fournette's still there, yeah. right? If he wasn't there, if he was hurt, if he was going to be longer for out for longer, like yeah, I prefer Rashad White. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. By a lot, but Leonard Fournette is going to be there, right? And Leonard Fournette plays a lot of the same roles that Rashad White's going to play. Swift. He doesn't need to have the full role in order for him to be a huge, you know, factor, right, in your fantasy league. So I'm okay with this. Like, here's how I would deal with it. If I need a win, like if I just need if I need to go straight through to get wins every single week to make the playoffs, I yeah. would not make this deal. I would keep Rashad White because, well, actually, Rashad White's on bye this week. So complications, that's tough, right? Complications, DeAndre, yeah. DeAndre Swift already had his bye. So now now it becomes complicated. Yeah, I think I'll make this deal. I think I would do it for the upside. Yeah, that's what I think. That makes sense. It's tough because, you know, I really like Rashad White's upside, you know, and I think, you know, he has more upside than Swift if Leonard Fournette were to go down, but he's not. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Fournette just gets benched completely. No, he's not going to. He, he yeah. They're not going to just bench him outright. That's not how it's going to work. Q is asking, do I try to sell David Montgomery? Well, Q, I'm buying David Montgomery right now. I am. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the dude is going to get, you know, 80% at least snap share going forward. Yeah. You know, they, they still like to run the ball. He's going to get all he's going to get all the work. And, you know, without Khalil Herbert there, David Montgomery is going to do his thing. Now, if David Montgomery is like your RB3, you know what I'm saying, or your RB4, because you picked up Kenneth Walker or something, you're playing him over him, and he's just on your bench – and you're willing to sell him for cheap, I'm sorry, you're, you're willing to dispose of him in a way that, you know, you don't really need somebody, then yeah, I would do it to desperate fantasy managers who are willing to overpay. So yes, I would do it. If you, if you can get someone to overpay for him because now he gets all this work, you don't necessarily need him. In that situation, I would. But if you do need a running back and you can start him, you can start a guy who is going to give you RB2 numbers at the very least with RB1 upside, I think David Montgomery, you, you, you got to hold him or you, or you buy him. Yeah. The question around Dave Montgomery is always, you know, you know, he'll produce if Khalil Herbert doesn't have, you know, one of his games, if he doesn't have a good game, if Khalil Herbert isn't getting the touches. But now we know Khalil Herbert isn't going to be getting the touches. He's on IR, if I'm right. He's on IR. Yeah, he's on yeah. IR. So yeah. you don't have to worry about that anymore. Do you think Tristan Abner is going to come up and take snaps from Dave Montgomery? I, I don't think so. Not to the Keep point where it's going to be a problem. In the, you know, I don't think it's gonna be a problem because like when if Tristan Ebner does come in, it's gonna be on passing downs and Justin Fields doesn't like he's gonna run it now. Like yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how it, it works. That's the um, thing. 
a big reason why I was avoiding Bears running backs was because Justin Fields is just doing it all right now. And he's yeah. going to continue to do it all the way that he's been playing. You know, that's going to hurt the upside of these running backs a lot because if you can run the ball for 10 yards to a clip with Justin Fields, why would you ever do that? Why would you ever hand the ball to a backfield to the to a running back, you know, when Justin Fields is doing it all for you? The, the upside was capped, the touchdown upside, especially when you go to the red zone. They run Justin Fields on QB power twice, you know, in, in every four down set. It, I wasn't big on the Bears running backs, but now that there's less distribution, you know, somebody has to be carrying the ball. It's going to be Dave Montgomery. Just remember what Dave Montgomery did last year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? At the end of the year, like he was a he was a league winner. You know, could straight be up a, a lot of situation. Fans. Could be a similar situation this year. Could be. Um, let's get into a, just like maybe one or two questions, and that's it. And then we're going to wrap it up real quick. I got one more buy that I had. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, Justin Herbert. People needs to be bought. Moving forward, 100%. I don't know. I know that he's been disappointing. If you have him, you know, just stick with him. If you don't, go get him because he's going to be super cheap. He scored less than 13 points three of the last four weeks. He's a high-end QB2 in total points right now. I think he's a QB14. Um, he has a really good stretch of matchups coming up, going into the playoffs. You have week 15. You have um, Kansas City in week 11, Arizona in 12, Las Vegas in 13, and Miami in 14. That is a fantastic stretch. Uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, they're supposed to be practicing this week. They should be making their way back. Um, his price is as low as, as it's going to be moving forward. His talent has really buoyed his fantasy relevance. You look at the way he plays. He's playing with no weapons, but he's still relatively getting it done. He's not, he hasn't left you out to dry at all this season. Um, he's had over double-digit fantasy points, I think, every single week. And for comparison's sake, Derek Carr would not be fantasy relevant if Devontae Adams missed time. You know, Justin Herbert has been fantasy relevant without Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. When they come back, and they should be coming back in this next week or two, you know, he could get right back to where he should be, what we wanted him to be with Justin Herbert. His price is super low right now. Yeah, I, I like it. And if he does get his his wide receivers back, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. That's what it's going to so be. I, I'm, I'm with you, and that's the hope. I hope he gets his wide receivers back because that's going to mean the world to him, yeah. um, especially Keenan Allen. Because even with Mike Williams, he wasn't putting up crazy numbers. Um, now, I have a question for you. If you had Justin Fields and Justin Herbert, are you trading? Are you comfortable trading away Justin Fields? Based trade on Justin because, Fields? Yes, because you can't trade away Herbert right now. Right? right? It's hard to trade away Herbert. It's easy to buy, but it's not easy to sell. But you like Justin Herbert moving forward, right? Yes. And you you think that he's going to be a lot better for you. But oh, you yeah. can get a lot of value back for Justin Fields right now. Would you try to do that? I think you could. I think you could. Because assuming this is a one QB league. If this is two QB league, obviously they're starting both of them. And that's kind of the situation I have in one of my leagues. But if this is a one QB league and yeah, you're sure. comfortable betting on Justin Herbert, which I am, you know, you could get a huge haul right now for Justin Fields, you know, the way that he's been playing. And as long as he's those two back-to-back 40-point performances, you know, right there on the game log, that's going to look great. You could get some really nice weapons elsewhere on your roster because chances are you yeah. took Justin Fields to be your starter. Not Justin Fields, Justin Herbert to be your starter. And Justin Fields just happened to do this. That's humongous appreciation on your bench. That's now you can turn into starting players. One hundred percent. I think that you yeah. could do that. I I think you can trade away Fields and like you know DK Metcalf for like Devonte Adams, right? You can trade yeah. Fields and like you know these middling running backs for Harvey One. You know you can trade Fields and Damian Pierce for Kenneth Walker, right? Yeah. Like you can do stuff like that, and like I think it's so worth it, especially if you have another running back that you think you can trust. Uh, so if you have a non-Justin Fields quarterback, you know, you want to take a look at what you have, right? 
It's yeah. not easy to get a difference maker at quarterback. You know, we have two to three difference makers at quarterback right now. We have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and we're talking fantasy, right? Yeah. Then Jalen Hurts, right? And then Lamar hasn't really shown that since week three. Mm-hmm. Like he went over 20 fantasy points, which is like in standard four point passing touchdown scoring. He's gone over 20 fantasy points once since week three. And yeah. that it wasn't by once. He had, he had like 21 points or something. Um, Tua? Tua might be entering the range of that reliable borderline difference maker quarterback. Like over well, the past like three or four weeks, he's been doing really well. Yeah. Um, I think Burrow can potentially get in that range as well, but he needs all of his weapons back. Like we saw what he did in his last two games, right? With all of his weapons, like he 40 point games, like he was killing it. He has that potential. Yeah. Um, so it's like, who are we moving if we have Justin Fields, right? So like the main guys that other managers in your league, like let's say I have Justin Fields and Joe Burrow or Justin Fields and Lamar or Justin Fields and Tua. I think these guys can be are tradable to to other teams in your league because like you don't want to trade them like lower tier QB ones, but like that mid with the potential to get into the upper tier, like Lamar, like Jabbar, like Tua, those guys are pretty tradable. So yeah, I feel like you could potentially trade those guys and keep Justin Fields potentially. Yeah, that that could be the case. This the thing about that makes Justin Fields so great is that like we said. You know, you didn't draft him to be your starting quarterback heading into the season. And now you just have all this extra value that you don't know what to do with. And you have all these options to pick from. You know, that's what's so great about it. You could keep Justin Fields and be fine. You could start Justin Fields and be fine. You could also trade him away, get a nicer piece somewhere else on the roster and be fine with your quarterback, especially if you have the guys that we mentioned, you know, Justin Herbert, Tua. Um, I Maybe it's a maybe it's a Cowboys fan of me, but since Dax comes back, he's kind of in that range. You know, he, he's had some solid performances. Um I think that there are a lot of quarterbacks that you could get by with that are just fine. Like you said, the top three quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Fields at this point, maybe Jalen Hurts is in that difference maker conversation. Um, unless you have one of them, you know, you, you're going to be moving. You you have the chance to move uh, this type of, the, this type of the guy who's streaming quarterbacks in your league. If he has Christian McCaffrey, like get Christian McCaffrey for Justin Fields, like just yeah. dude, send that trade. Yeah. Why not? See what happens. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Do it for Saquon. See what happens. Mm-hmm. That, that you know, depending on work. The, depending on their quarterback situation. You know, you never know. Just do it. They might be yeah. desperate. They want. They're tired. I'm so tired of picking up quarterbacks every week, man. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be starting. You know, tired of quarterback hitchhiking. Yeah, man. All right. So real quick, I want to go over just a couple names that potentially buying. Okay. Yeah, Travis Etienne, I mentioned that he has a buy this week. Take advantage. If you already have a bunch of wins, you know you're going to make the playoffs. You know, give somebody else the opportunity to win this week and take Travis Etienne off their hands. Jonathan Taylor, just keep in mind, he has that buy week in week 14. Okay, so like he's not going to play the week before you need to make the playoffs. Same thing with Alvin Kamara. If you're buying him, buy week is in week 14. David Montgomery, his buy week is in week 14. Cordell Patterson. Somebody who you can buy dirt cheap right now. Like, would you be surprised? Has a, he had a terrible la- like week last week. Oh, yeah. You can buy him super cheap right now. Would you be surprised if Cordell Patterson ends up being the clear RB1 on that team next week? Oh, no. This Sunday? No, I right? No. So because of that possibility and the fact that you wouldn't be surprised off of that, like he was coming off an injury, two games within four days of each other. Like, you know, there's a chance that like that played a role in the way they were using their running back. So yeah, it, you know, you wouldn't be surprised if Cordell Patterson had like 18 carries, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. Like that could easily happen. And this is the only time you can buy him. So yeah, he's somebody that you could potentially buy right now. Um, 
Miles Sanders. He's a cheap RB2. Like not something I'm really aiming for, but like if you need someone cheap, real quick, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Um T. Higgins, he's been underperforming, you know, only one touchdown in the past four games. Great matchups coming up. Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland, Tampa. Um, yep. You know, Jamar Chase coming back, that could help him. You know, I wouldn't be scared away by that because he hasn't really been killing it without Jamar Chase. So, you know, maybe like with Jamar Chase, he'll 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 be fine. Yeah. Amara St. Brown, he didn't score, but he got a shit ton of targets, double-digit catches, still a chance to buy high on Amara St. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um Pat Firemuth mentioned him as well as the number one tight end buy right now. George Kittle, he can also be bought, but I wouldn't spend up on him. Yeah. Remember going in, you know, as the episode ends, and you're going into this last weekend with the trade deadline. If your trade deadline's this weekend, there's no more time to hesitate. If you need to make a move, you know, don't wait. Go make the move. Like, <laughs> there's no sitting around anymore. This, this is crunch time. You know, this is what it's like for teams at the NFL deadline. You know, you're managing your fantasy team. You got to make these decisions. Um, if you have hesitation, that's normal. You know, make the trades that you think will give you the highest upside and the best chance to win. Don't be hesitant to pull the trigger. If, if you need to make a move, don't sit and wait. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Appreciate you guys. Sorry we couldn't get to as many questions as we wanted to, but I feel like we got a lot in on this episode. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hope it helps you guys. Um, so good luck. Make those trades. You know, obviously in the Instagram comment section of all these posts, I try to answer as many questions as I can. So, you know, I'll see you there. And subscribe to the YouTube channel if you can. Subscribe to the podcast. You know, that would be unbelievable. Let's answer one more question because Bacchus be chopping. Yeah, said, see, please. Yeah. Okay. Do I trade James Conner and Rashad White for DeAndre Swift and Chris Olave? I would say yes. What would you yeah. do? Mm. Would you do it? Trade James Conner and Rashad White. You get DeAndre Swift and Chris Olave. With Jameis Winston coming back? Yeah. Mm, uh, James Conner looked good. Rashad White, I agree. he has the potential uh, to be. be James Conner was somebody that we were buying last week, and that worked out. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I'd do that. It depends I, I what like, you need. I'll, yeah, it's I an like even James trade. Rashad White. Yeah, it's an even trade. I, I like James Conner and Rashad White maybe more in his deals. If you now. desperately need a wide receiver, I'm yeah. okay with this. However, yeah. this can easily blow up your running back spot this is a very yeah. risky move because if, if you're depending on james connor if you're depending on some sort of production from rashad white or deandre swift and you need that production right now you stay with james connor and rashad white yeah if it, you're going for a complete upside i would say deandre swift and chris yep, definitely cool guys take it easy we're done now we'll see you guys later good luck Peace. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to be going over quarterback rankings, running back rankings tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern time on YouTube. See you guys later. Bye-bye. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 